0: Welcome to our Sunday morning segment of the Grace Chapel podcast. If you would like more information about Grace Chapel, visit their website, gracechapel.org.au. There you can find more materials in growing your identity in Christ. Hi there, in the first miracle uh, that we looked at uh, in this series, this Bethesda series we saw the changing of the water into wine the second miracle we saw the healing of the son of the nobleman, then the third miracle we saw the healing at Bethesda and now today in this fourth miracle we will look at the multiplication of the five loaves and the two small fish. The lunch of the little boy. So this is miracle number four. John chapter six, verses one to 14. It says, after these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberius, and a great multitude followed him, because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. So they... They weren't following Jesus because he was Lord, but they were following him because they they, they saw the miracles. And of course uh, pe- people chase after a miracle, don't they? And Jesus went up on the mountain and there he sat with his disciples and it says the Passover, uh, at the feast of the Judeans, was close. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and he saw a great company, a great mass of people coming towards him and he and he said to Philip, one of the apostles, he said, uh, look, where shall we buy food, where shall we buy the bread, so that these may eat? And uh, he, actually, he actually said that to, to, to test Philip, so to speak, for Jesus himself, he knew what he was going to do. And Philip answered, he said, well, even 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient. Uh, 200 penny worth, that's all. That was a lot of money. A penny was a day's wages, so 200 days' pay is not sufficient for them that everyone will take a little. And then uh, Andrew, that is Simon Peter's brother, said, oh, look, there's a, there's a young fellow over here. There's a lad here he has got five barley loaves and two small fishes. But <laughs> what's the good of them amongst so many? And Jesus said, well, make the men sit down. It says there are about 5,000 of them. Now, if you've got 5,000 men, you can going to have close to 5,000 women and uh, going, going by the breeding rate of people you could have, you could have, you could have as many as 20,000 kids but you know, there's one heck of a mob of people there and it says Jesus took the loaves and when he would given thanks he distrib- distributed to the disciples and the disciples then gave them out to those who sat down and uh, he did the same with the fishes as much as they would so they, they, they gave, the, they gave the, the bread and the fishes out and uh, uh, when the people had eaten when they were filled up he said gather up the fragments so that nothing be lost and it says the fragments, uh, the, the leftovers filled 12 baskets and the men who had seen the miracle said this is truly the prophet that should come this is truly the promised one who would come and this is the only miracle that is recorded in all four Gospels and uh, that's interesting And in miracle number four is the only miracle that's recorded in all four Gospels and of course the Jewish leaders at that time were determined to kill Jesus and, and it's no different today, the Jewish leaders today still want to kill Jesus you, you go to a Jewish leader and you talk about Jesus, they don't want to hear about Jesus but back then what they couldn't do physically at that time they tried to do with propaganda and false doctrine. And uh, it it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. It's still the same today. We get the propaganda and the false doctrine. And uh, it says that Jesus went to Tiberias, which is um, some 70 miles. That's about 110 kilometres from Jerusalem. And from that time, he restricted most of his ministry to the Galilee region, which we're... Was where, uh, that was where all his disciples came from, except Judas. Judas was the only one who, who didn't. And so that Galilean territory is actually the territory of Benjamin. And you'll actually find that the city of Jerusalem is located within the area that was dedicated to the tribe of Benjamin. But the reputation of Jesus had spread far and wide. And so uh, he was followed by a multitude wherever he went. Not because he was the Messiah, but because of his miracles. The people, people, even today, people want to see a miracle. They only wanted him for what he could do and not for who he is. And uh, uh, you know, the simple fact is a, a free feed was uh, just as popular back then as it is now. And um, in John chapter 6 and verse 15, it said Jesus perceived that they were taking by force to be their king and that's that's when he separated himself and he went up in the mountain to be alone and the people of his day had no idea of who he really was and sadly it's really much the same today isn't it you know when you talk about Jesus most people haven't got a real idea of who Jesus is in fact most people there's more people in the world who haven't heard of him than have and so we see that uh, today Uh, people are drawn to meetings seeking a miracle and uh, it's the generally speaking it's the evangelist that gets the big write up isn't it and uh, uh, when Jesus is preached it's as generally as, uh, as Jesus being king of our life and the kingdom is in our hearts but Jesus actually refused every attempt to make him king because the full benefits of his kingship can only be reached within the context of the kingdom established, uh, which at that time had not occurred. And so our relationship with Jesus has to be based not on what he can do for us, but for what he can do through us. That's that's how our relationship has to be. It's not what he can do for us, but what he does through us. And so Jesus went up to the mountain with his disciples, uh, But then they were followed by a multitude who who had been fed. Like say, allowing for women and children uh, that would have been with the 5,000 men, there would have been as many as 15 or maybe even 20,000 people. There's a a mass of people there. And so uh, miracle number four uh, was all about this multitude to, to whom the five loaves and two fishes were fed. Jesus took the five loaves there, now, now remember five is the number of grace, and of course the number two, two fishes, the so number two is the number of multiplication, and he performed one of the greatest miracles ever recorded, and, uh, and we see that because it fed so many and there was so much left over. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1 it says, in the beginning God said, let there be, and there was. And here with this miracle of the loaves and fishes, it was the same. Jesus spoke the word. Then he gave it to his disciples and then passed it on to the crowd. And it kept multiplying and multiplying just as, just as the universe has multiplied and is still multiplying. So here the, 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 the 12 baskets with the, with the bread and the fish, they just kept multiplying and multiplying until they're all filled. And, and then... At the end, there were still 12 baskets full left over. So, so the message here is Jesus is not just the supplier of our needs, but he is more than enough. And this miracle presented Jesus as the Lord of creation. So while the importance of this miracle may have been under, uh, understood by the disciples, the people couldn't see beyond the moment. It's a little bit like the crowds that go to miracle meetings, isn't it? They get all excited about the miracle, but they're blind to Jesus as the creator. And in verse 4 of this story it says that the Passover was nigh, the Passover was on them. And we wonder, we wonder why it was that the Jewish leaders were so much against Jesus. But when we look right into this event, we see Jesus demonstrating that he is the bread of life. And, and that uh, That had been and was still being presented today at every Passover. Jesus is presented as bread. In fact, when we take communion, we present Jesus as the bread of life. And by feeding the 5,000 men and their women and children, Jesus was demonstrating that not only uh, is he the bread of life, but that he he is more than enough for every situation. And here, he showed himself to be the very son of God, the great creator... And the great Redeemer. And when we put these first four miracles into the pre-resurrection and second advent signs. We see miracle one. Remember miracle one was the water into wine. Which speaks of the shed blood of Jesus for Israel's and our redemption at Christ's first coming. Miracle number two. the, The ruler's son marks the beginning of the period of the ministry of the word in the church age. Miracle number three speaks of entering into the promised land and the setting up of the kingdom age. Now, this miracle number four, the feeding of the five thousand with the five loaves and two fishes, represents the barest minimum of food needed for daily life. The barest minimum—a little bit of fish and a couple of loaves, you know, a couple of small loaves, couple of couple of couple of uh, bread bread rolls—and uh, here, here we see this was the lunch of a small boy. And so this represents the famine of the word of God, which we are told would exist in the last days. So we we believe we're living in the last days and experience proves it. But just as the barrel of meal and the cruise of oil never failed during the days of Elijah, so the word of God will not fail in these last days. Amen. Please tune in next week for another uplifting and inspiring message from Grace Chapel. Bye for now.